Welcome to Albuquerque Real Estate Talk with Tigo and Tracy Venturi here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, episode 463, Tracy, talking <gasps> about real estate in Albuquerque, one half hour at a time over the last nine years. And uh, well, you know, it's a big week, Balloon Fiesta week. There's a lot going on. It's beautiful weather, but uh, there's always questions about real estate and what's going on in our, our real estate market here in the Albuquerque area. And that's what we do. And for all of our visitors who are listening in, welcome. And uh, wow, what a spectacular start to Balloon Fiesta we've had, right? Um, we do have a relocation guide. So if you're interested in having a copy of that, just give us a shout and we'll make sure to get it to you. Uh, best way to reach us, Tigo? Is 505-448-8888. That's our, our hotline number, our office number, or you can visit our website at welcomehomeabq.com. So hearing you say that phone number, Tigo, reminds me of my friend Jeff, who's a musician, who wrote a jingle for me, but I haven't had him record it yet. But, you know, it's it's this whole jingle, but 448-8888, you know, it's like yeah. all those commercials where you remember the phone number. I bet I bet I could put it in chat GPT and have it write a jingle for us. Yeah, well, it wouldn't, I'm gonna it wouldn't do that. be authentic. Right after the show, I am going to do that. I'm going to do that. We'll see. Who's going to sing it, though? Hey, we we well, need Jeff you know, to, we'll, you know, use his guitar that, and, that's true. and I know, sing I know. that it's, jingle for us. I know. That's the whole thing about AI and the argument is it's not real. It's not the same. I didn't it's, say it wasn't no, no, the same, but no, Jeff but just, offered. He well, wrote something. So I'm saying that that is one of the conversations out there. You know, just because it's beautiful art or really well written, it's not the same if it's AI generated. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Okay. We got way off topic. We're talking about real estate in Albuquerque. So, um, you know, we're, we just started October. We've got some data on the September uh, home sales and what's been going on in our market. We had a question came up um, is a common question, which is townhome versus condominium. And what's the difference and what makes something a town, townhome versus a condo? Um, we also had a conversation about uh, title insurance and we uh, will talk about that and then the other thing was affordability in the albuquerque area housing affordability a lot of lot of news this week about affordability because the really the big thing this week was interest rates right what's been going on with mortgage interest rates and that's that's really well the, the reality is this really put the hurt on on home buyers you know ability to purchase it's really uh, raised the cost of buying a home and mortgaging and, a home and tigo it's really in conjunction with the increase in home prices because like i've told our our listeners many times for my first 10 years in real estate interest rates were seven seven and a half percent but now we've we're back to seven and a half percent ish or more depending on someone's credit score but the home prices have gone up a lot in the last three years. So we're, we're in a bit of a disconnect right now. 44% in the last three years is how much that's home right. prices have gone up in Albuquerque. Yeah, it's 44%. That's a, it's a big number. For so. those of you who put on masks and gloves and looked in windows to buy houses in early 2021, congratulations. Um, good well, idea. It was actually more in 2020, the second oh, half 2020. of 2020. Yeah, but yeah. in 2021 also... You know, anybody that, that was able to get in a home in those uh, three, four, you know, mortgage rates, even five, even six yeah. <laughs> now, 
um, are, are in a, in a pretty good position. So, yep. so um, I know you want to get to stats. Yeah. Um, we also have some homes of the week, a lot of open houses this weekend, not just Venturi team properties that we've got listed for sale, but a lot of them throughout the whole Metro listed by lots of different brokerages. So if you want to know more about where the open houses are, just jump on our website, welcomehomeabq.com. We've got a tab for that. Um, obviously, the best way, though, is if you want to get inside houses, call us. We'll schedule a tour on your schedule, not just because the house happens to be open. We've had people to go wait for an open house on Sunday. And by the time Sunday comes, the house isn't available anymore because it's already got an accepted offer. So sometimes waiting for that open house you miss out. So give us a call. Let us get you in right away and see those houses. I know one house open on Sunday. Okay, I just have do to it. do it. 10821 Holly Northeast. It's near uh, Paseo del Norte and Eubank, just north of Paseo on one of those North Albuquerque acre lots. It's, uh, you know, they're 0.89. Is that like the Trader Joe's area there? Further east. Okay. You know, Eubank. Trader okay. Joe's okay. is yeah. more central so um it's a single story with big mountain views seven hundred and twenty-five thousand open sunday from 12 to 2. you know give us a call or get online if you want to learn more about that house or any others that are out there great great uh all right it's that time it's we're, we're through the third quarter now right we just ended and we've got some maybe pretty surprising data for people if they've been watching some of the national news and thinking that you know home prices are in a in a free fall and that there's you know blood in the streets in the real estate <laughs> world and it's it's just not happening here in albuquerque in the sense that that you know things are very steady really we have a very low supply continue to have a very low supply there's no indication of anything out there that's going to change that there's no you know, foreclosures in the, in, you know, in the pipeline where a bunch of people, you know, are distressed and are going to have to be forced to sell that that's not out there. People have really good equity positions on their home. People have, you know, a lot of people have very low mortgage rates. So they have very low locked in housing costs compared to people that are maybe trying to buy right now, for example. Um, but let's go through some of the data. Sorry, you were about to say something and I just kept talking. I was going to say our listeners know a lot of this. They're, they won't be surprised, Tigo, because we you keep them updated real time. They don't have to wait for quarterly stats to come out. But well, this let's is, go through. This is quarterly stats. So we're, we're looking at, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to compare, um, let's see, August, September, no, July, August, September, right? Third, Third quarter. quarter. I had to think about that. July, August, September third quarter this year versus the same period a year ago. Great. So it gives us a better picture. And just to give you an idea, price per square foot is about 8%. And that's a that's a pretty 8 good- 8% higher this quarter than last year this Ex quarter. Exactly. Thank you. 8%. 8% higher. So that's a, that is most likely where we're going to end up with home price appreciation for year over year from third quarter last year year 2022 to third quarter 2023 and that's because typically between now and the end of the year we see prices flatten out absolutely and we're already they may that not a but yeah, no it, yeah, it's it, happening yeah that, that's pretty common that we'll see the peak in you know june july maybe even into august and september starts to pull back and we're seeing that already so th that that's the big thing is that the num the you know prices have continued to go up even with you know the big mortgage rate spike we had over a year ago 
And now it's been over a year since those rates really went up. Um, so, so that's the main thing is, you know, home prices are up. The median price or the average price is now 400 and about $415,000 in the Albuquerque area. That's all single family homes, single family detached homes. So again, that's a, that's a big number, kind of surprising number for a lot of people. Median price. Median price. The, the thing that's happened though, is the number of sales have continued to decline. So the number of homes actually selling, turning over is down about 15% this year versus last year. But there was about 2,400 sales in the Albuquerque area in the third quarter of 2023. So, you know, the, the market is steady, still short supply. You know, we had that whole thing on home builders are, you know, building, but they're being cautious as well, just because, you know, they've got a lot of other pressures outside of just, you know, they know there's people out there when they're buying, but they've got to be in the price point that makes sense for those people. And, and the builders are kind of having a hard time with that. Right. So, so I want to segue that into, all right, affordability is, let's just be honest. It's, it's awful. The, the affordability index, which measures, you know, how much homes cost versus how much people's wages are versus, you know, and of course, mortgage rates are a big piece of that. Uh, and the, of course, with the home prices cost, it's pretty bad. It's at a 20 year low, basically. Affordability is is not that great in 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 the sense because of everything we know about, right, that that's happened over the last three years. The thing is, this is building before that, right? We saw this coming in 2019 that we were going to have this low supply market and there wasn't enough, you know, new homes being built in the pipeline. And so, you know, we're we're seeing that right now. Right. However, affordability. Tracy, you and I, this is no surprise, but it was in Albuquerque Business First, which is, you know, the one of the, the business uh, journals here in town. They they do a really good job, but they looked at the top 30 most affordable markets in the country. Guess where Albuquerque came in? I don't know. We haven't talked ahead of this, so yeah. tell me. Do tell. Well, take a, take a shot. Take a shot. I would say we're in the top 30. Yeah, well, we are in the top 30. We're actually number 14. So we're, <laughs> we're right we, in the middle. We, yeah, we come in, uh, let's see, right between Tulsa, Oklahoma and Dayton, Ohio. I would definitely choose Albuquerque over Tulsa, Oklahoma or Dayton, Ohio. I've never been to Dayton. I've driven through Tulsa, so I can't really, I can't speak one way or another of of either of them. I but. just, I just love Albuquerque, our weather. I mean, I look know. at, look at this October, beautiful weather we have, but 14th out of the top 30. Yeah. And, Most and, affordable areas, metro areas. So, metro. wow, isn't that great? Yeah, and what they do is they they put a ranking. They say uh, uh, 100 is average for the entire country. And and this takes into account wages as well as just cost of living and, and everything, right? So uh, this is, it's not just housing, right, we're talking about. This, this is everything. Um, but a, a ranking of 100 is a, the nationwide average. Here in Albuquerque, anything below 100 is better than average. In Albuquerque, we're 92 is what it comes in. Definitely so, better than average. So, it's, you know, it's what we've been saying, Tracy, is yes, affordability is not great right now, um, but we're better than a lot of other markets, especially Southern Belt markets, yeah. you know, the, the Sun Belt, as, as we call it. The top 30 is really the top of the United States, right? right I mean, right. they just listed the top yeah. 30. So we're number 14 out of all the metro yes. cities yes. in the United States. Yeah. It sounds like out of 30. 
Yeah, no, which no, doesn't no. sound as impressive. Oh no, no, no! It's out of know, all of ev- all everywhere. cities. Yeah, yeah. We're and, the number fourteen most affordable. Yeah, and the worst markets are in California. No surprise, San Francisco is still one of the bet worst. Um, you know, from affordability, and then East Coast cities as well. Affordability, Boston, New York. You know, some of those markets. I too. bet Miami too. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. So I just wanted to, you know, get that out there because that that's the big conversation out there is is the affordability thing. Had a question this week. Someone was asking, what is a condo? What makes something a condo? Okay. Versus a townhome or just a condo or just a condo. I'm sorry. Just a condo, but we can do it versus townhome, right? Well, I think we do because there's confusion right. about what the difference is. Right. So a condo, you're only buying the inside of your walls, right? Right. You don't own outside. You don't own the roof. You don't own any common area. You don't own an elevator or a stairwell. You own the inside of the unit, right? Condos typically are in more urban areas. They're mm-hmm. normally more um, a couple stories high to high rise. We don't have a lot of high rises in our market, but in a lot of areas, the condos are very tall, high rise buildings, right? But a condo um, usually has association fees. It always does because you're part owner of that elevator and the elevator shaft and the stairwell so and com- the roof. Community. Let me just see if I say say this. You, you're it's community ownership of all the common areas of the property, if you will. So that's what the HOA covers, right? Is all the community properties. You're sort of a community owner, Um, but you don't typically own any land with a condo. So um, when we have clients who are buying or selling a condo, we don't need a survey per se to survey the land because you're only owning the interior of the unit there's nothing to survey you don't there's nothing there's, to survey there's no land yeah the, or the yeah. land and a lot of times yeah so the land will be owned by the condo group whatever it is association, association. corporation that, that owns it right yeah. and so typically what we see is um when the roof needs repair or the building needs restuccoing or landscape maintenance needs to be done that's what the homeowners association dues are collecting for so when they need to upgrade the facility or have an expense of common areas, they have the money to do that. Got it. Now, some condos, of course, are gated. They have true expenses. They might have regular yard work co- costs or things. Well, they're going to have community facilities like a clubhouse. A, could like be a pool. pool like, could be a putting green. Yeah could be whatever. And a lot of condos do have things like that. They have some amenities and that's, that's part of the HOA fee. So a lot of times people call us and they say, Oh oh my gosh, I want that condo. It's only 179,000. And we go, okay, I want to make sure right up front that, you know, there's a couple hundred dollars a month on top of that for the homeowners association. And then part of when you buy a condo Tigo, we go, and help the buyer get documents from the homeowners association to show us how healthy their financials are, right? Well, and I think that's a really good point because when you buy into a condo, you're buying into not just the assets, you're also buying into the potential liabilities. Right. So the- Meaning if the roof is shot, they might have to assess everybody to replace it. Right. And so they should be, you know, a good homeowners association should be collecting enough money every month from all the owners so that they have a fund out there so that we know the life expectancy of a roof. We know how much regular routine roof maintenance costs 
or HVAC maintenance and replacement so that when we're at the end of its useful life, there's enough money sitting there to take care of that maintenance or that upgrade or the replacement of whatever it is. Um, but sometimes, you know, we go to have somebody buying a condo and we get the uh, document disclosing the financials along with, are there any expected big ticket items coming up? And they say, yes, we need to restucco all of the units. We need to redo the roof or the HVAC units are bad. And we're going to have a special assessment because we don't have enough money through HOA dues. So would you say if you're buying a condo, there's probably some extra due diligence you need to be doing just to just to make sure. Yeah, you're buying into something and you're responsible for part ownership, basically of taking not really part ownership, but you're no, it is you're responsible yeah. for a portion of the upkeep of the whole building and facility and grounds. So it's one of those where we want to make sure that we're looking into the the financial health of the whole complex I that guess, you're buying into. I guess I said extra due diligence. I mean, there's always due diligence on every property, no matter what, right? You know, and one of the most uh, uh, type of properties that, that need due diligence is a manufactured home with a well <laughs> and a septic and, you know, maybe a, a survey, you know, so it, 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 it really just depends. Uh, so there's always they, due diligence to do no matter what, what the property is, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, one last thing about condos I just wanted to address was financing, because we know there are some challenges sometimes for like an FHA loan, like a three and a half percent down, you know, uh, type loan on those properties, which is unfortunate because they're usually at the lower end of the, you know, the price spectrum right. for affordability. It's true. And so for a condo to be sold using FHA financing, um, it has to have a certain number of uh, occupants, owner occupants, not rentals. And the homeowners association has to do paperwork to show the rent, how many are rented versus how many are owner occupied. And the FHA program feels like if there are too many homes that are owned as rentals in a complex, they might not be as well cared for. That's what I've heard. I'm well, and you I know, know, so I know what I've heard too, and we don't see it so much in our market here, but think about like Florida where they have, you know, condo after condo after condo along the beachfront and. Oh, you're killing me along the beachfront. Yeah. Along the beach. And, <laughs> and they, and let's say only 20% of them are occupied by residents. The rest of them are rental, you know, rental, or maybe they're just, you know, sitting empty used a lot or sitting used, you know, the FHA isn't real excited about having an investment in, in those type of properties. Yeah. So it's a concern. It's a concern. So anyway, just one other thing to think about when buying condos. Um, all right, Tracy, what else did you have? Well, let's talk about townhomes. We yeah. had a question about what makes it a townhome uh, and, and, and maybe how is a townhome different from a condo? Can I take a stab at this? Go for it. The simple way to know if it's a townhome or a condo is if you own the land that it sits on, it's a townhome. If you don't own the land that you sit on and it's part of the community property of the condo, it's a condo. And it would be a townhome if you own land and it's attached on one or more walls Correct. to another property, right? Another home. Right, right. So otherwise, it's a single family detached home. So Correct. we're talking about attached property that owns land. Yes. 
right? Versus a condo where you don't own any land because you only own the inside of your walls. Or can I throw the throw the 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 last one in there that really wrenches this up are the zero lot line properties. Yeah. Where they're not attached, but maybe there's a one inch gap between them. <laughs> yeah. And you do own land. And you do own land. Those right. are single family detached, but they're only detached by an air gap. Sometimes it's zero lot line on one side where you're attached to another property and you have no yard on one side. You're yeah. back to back, but you might have uh, land on the other side of your home. So that's a townhome. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So townhomes town yep. for, for financing. Um, most loans qualify or, you know, allow you to use their, that type of loan for financing a townhome. So like an FHA loan, which is typically a three and a half percent down payment, you, you can usually use that type of loan to buy a townhome. You know, we don't have tons of townhomes in our market. We have some for sure. Um, but because, you know, when Albuquerque was growing and, and becoming a big city, we have land to, we had land to spread out in. A lot of our homes are single family detached homes, but we do have some townhomes. Townhomes typically have some sort of a homeowners association. Not always. It's not a requirement, right? Because you own your land. But a lot of times they built several townhomes in the same area and maybe they share some common landscaping areas or things, you know, sometimes uh, sometimes even more amenities, but some of them have HOAs and some of them don't. I think about, um, uh, what's it called? El Paseo at, by Old Town. Um, I don't know what it's called. El Paseo is the one at Academy, yeah, I was gonna and, say, yeah, Academy and Eubank. Yeah, yeah. Those are townhomes. I know which one you mean. I can't think of the name of it either. Yeah, those ones at Academy and Eubank on the southwest corner, they have a community swimming pool. They have some grassy areas and things. So they have uh, HOA and a, a monthly fee to take care of those things, but it's actually town home where you own land and yeah. they have yards. Um, the some, There are some townhomes though where there is no association fees. Yeah, They just don't have any community areas. So yeah. when, when people start looking for properties, they'll find that it's, you know, uh, that sometimes it'll just say it's an attached property and it doesn't specify if it's condo or townhome. So you have to do a little, dig a little deeper and find out. And sometimes Tigo, the legal description of the property might say condo, but it might actually not be a condo. I've had it where it has used the word condo, but something shifted and they changed it and, and it was now a townhome, which is interesting. You know, there's some um, down by Albuquerque Country Club in the zoo, there's some old apartments that people took and they made them into condos, not apartments. Yeah. Yeah, apartments and they yeah, made them into conversions. condos. Yeah. And so instead of uncommon. renting, yeah. you know, they're, they're condos and people could buy them instead of rent them. Well, there's a, a, a was that? Wyoming at the freeway. There's a couple uh, uh, were apartment buildings are oh, now condos. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I mean, that, that's not uncommon. All right. So I think we've, we've beat that topic up enough, but that's, con that's what condos a townhome and, is in townhomes. And, and it, and it goes back to that whole thing. You know, if it, no matter what you're purchasing, understand what you're purchasing. Um, if in, and, and also part of that is also understanding what, what challenges there may be for a future buyer um, when you go to sell it too. So, you know, so you know what you have. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
couple other houses to mention. Okay. We just put active a house in Mariposa, just a gorgeous house. I looked at the floor plan in the photos and I was like, wow, Tico, this is such a great floor I saw, plan. I saw it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really um, nice. 2509 Vista Manzano Loop it was built by D.R. Horton. What a great floor plan. Um, all of it's on the main level. It's a single story, 2460 square feet, four bedrooms, three and a half bathrooms, a two car garage. It's on about a quarter acre uh, listed for 530,000. So if you're interested in that beautiful neighborhood of Mariposa, um, I would jump on that one right away because a single story, four bedroom, you know, Mariposa, which is Northwest Albuquerque, I'm Northwest Rio Rancho. We have seen quite a few people over the years, Tigo, who say they want Placitas and we go show Placitas and then we go show Mariposa and they're like, oh my gosh, Mariposa is awesome. And I have underground utilities and I have the use of the big community center with indoor and outdoor swimming pools and a workout facility and walking trails. And it's still beautiful views and you know, kind of like you still would need to go to the same shops and restaurants, things that maybe a lot of the people in Placidas do. I've seen a lot of people end up in Mariposa instead of Placitas. Yeah, it, it's just gorgeous out there if you haven't seen yeah. it. I know people that lived here a while remember the ads, you know, back in the oh, day yeah. when they were Beautiful. first developing it and, and so on. Right. The same developers of High Desert in Northeast Albuquerque developed uh, Mariposa. So if you're interested in that house and want to see it, Lisa on our team is representing it, but just give us a call 448-8888 and we can schedule a time to get you in. We have another one that just came on the market in Tanawan, uh, Tanawan West, and it's 9406 Seabrook Drive. And this one looks out over, I think it's the sixth hole of the Zia Golf Course for Tanawan. It's uh, 715,000, 3,000 uh, sorry, size-wise, 3,650-ish square feet. So a large house, four bedrooms, three-car garage, and a swimming pool. Mm. <laughs> really nice. So that one, 715, good price for Tanawan. Um, if you're interested in seeing that, we um, would be happy to schedule a time for you. We have others, but I just wanted to make sure to mention those few that are hot properties. Like, don't wait for the open house. Call us. I've got another topic I want to hit on, which is title insurance, because this comes up just about every purchase, every sale. People are like, what's title insurance? Why do I need it? And, you know, what what is it? And yeah, so it's a I, good topic. I've, I've got a, a very simple definition here. It's basically you're making sure that the person you're buying the property from has legal ownership of the property. And title insurance is insuring that there's no issues with ownership when you purchase a property. That's so that a simple When it passes from current owner to you that you're getting clear title and they're looking back in the records like as far back as they can, right? To show the chain of title and that it was always properly passed from one group to another and there's nobody who can claim after you buy it. Well, in, in the, the fee that you're paying for your title insurance is to guarantee that. And if something comes up later, they will then back you, right? right? Just like any other insurance policy, it's it's basically backing that. Um, the so some of the things that come up though is when we when we per, put a home as under contract, we say or pending, right? So it starts the whole process: the seller, the buyer, um, all that information. The contract goes to the title agent, and then they start the search to confirm. 
ownership of the property as well as that there's no issues with both the buyer or the, the, the seller or the buyer as well. Right. And actually, I'm going to correct you. When we list a property to represent it for sale, we've already done the title work start. We've started it. We've already verified that we're working with the true owner who has the ability to, to decide to sell a property because a lot of times properties get passed down and we're having the title company look before we put it out for sale to make sure we're working with the true owner so that when we get that offer and we go under contract and they start the process, we're way ahead of the game and we don't have to go, oh boy, we really blew yeah, it. We're yeah. representing a property and we're not working with the real owner. No, it's, it's super important. And um, I'll just kind of give a little inside real estate right now for, for the you know listeners that may not know this, but there are a bunch of scammers out there trying to sell properties that they do not own. It's and a lot so of it right we, now. We do a lot of due diligence when we uh, represent a property, especially with vacant land in New Mexico right now. It's a big problem because somebody will, you know, just find a name of somebody that owns a property and create a web or create an uh, email address and reach out to real estate agents saying, oh, I want to sell this property and I'm blah, blah, blah. And they want to do it all by email. They don't want to have phone calls or sometimes they may even have phone calls. So it's just in, um, it, it's something that title companies as well as the real estate community is watching very closely because, you know, we don't we don't want to represent and uh, offer to sell properties uh, of for somebody that they don't actually own the property. Right. And so just, you know, we haven't seen much of this lately, um, but people putting it on Craigslist or places like that for sale that aren't really the owners and you might send them money. We see that very often with rental scams where somebody doesn't really own the property and they put it out for rent. A lot of times it's a property that's listed for sale and they've hijacked the photos and they put themselves on it, put it out for rent and they collect rent money and first and last and and then somebody's out the rent and they don't have a rental. Yeah, so we, we get to finish careful. on that positive note. You know, I, I think everybody realizes the scams are everywhere. You know, it's everything from, you know, phishing on your email to all kinds of stuff. And it's it's true in the real estate world as well. And everybody just needs to be uh, extra cautious. And, you know, if it, if it looks too good to be true, it probably is. If it smells funny, it probably is. And if you get an email from one of us saying we need uh, your help because we're in a meeting or we need <laughs> know. gift cards or yeah, anything yeah. like that. It's not us. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's anyway. A common enjoy one. your weekend. What yeah. a beautiful week it's going to be. Enjoy the balloons. And uh, if you want to go look at houses, you know how to get us 448 8888.